You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. What has to happen before I actually become a man, or what has to happen before I actually feel like a man? By the end of this video, you will know where you stand. I'm going to go over the four stages of becoming a man. The first stage of becoming a man is the squire stage. This stage lasts from birth right up until 13 or 14 years old. This word comes from the Middle Ages, where the squire would assist the knight. During this stage, the boy dreams of adventure. They dream of becoming a big, powerful knight one day, and how they will change and save the world. They are very naive, and they think they can do everything. Oftentimes, they lack respect and self-discipline, and they require guidance. And oftentimes, when they cannot do something, they will get very frustrated and upset with themselves. A lot of growth happens during this early stage. The squire is always trying out different things in order to see what he is good at. Near the end of the stage, they will begin to take on knight-like qualities, like loyalty, persistence, truth, and honor. The second stage is the knight stage. Most of you watching this video are in the knight stage, and it's one of the most crucial points in your life. This stage lasts from puberty right up until your late 20s. This is the time of your life where you usually seek challenge, adventure, and fun. I like to think of this stage as the burning, fiery stage of a man's life, where you have this deep desire within you to go and conquer in all aspects of life. But this can also be a very difficult time in a man's life, because this is the time where you will have to choose between what your parents want you to do and what you want to do. And on top of this, you are probably very unsure of what you want to do as a career, and you're probably very unsure about your life in general. But these feelings are completely normal, and you should not be worried about feeling like this. In fact, it's exactly what you should be feeling. It's important to live in the moment without a lot of responsibilities, and I'm personally in the night stage as well. The next stage is the prince stage. This is a very interesting part of a man's life. As princes, men are focused on building, establishing, and creating in the world. If you want to start a business, this is usually when it happens. This is where you have a clearly defined purpose in your life. Some of you may be thinking, I don't know my purpose or what I want to do, and I don't know if I ever will. A massive difference between the knight stage and the prince stage is that the prince possesses a valuable trait called patience. A knight is not patient. He is running wild, wanting everything to happen to him right away. Whether it is business, success with women, you need to have patience and trust the process. But a trait that is equally as important as patience is faith. You need to have faith that you will get to where you want to go as long as you take the right steps along the way. A prince is not overly concerned with the outcome, but he is very concerned with the process, and he is constantly course-correcting and improving the way he does things. A prince will build his kingdom, and during this time, he will probably find a queen to stand beside him, although this can happen at any point in a man's life. 
The final stage is the king stage. The king is calm, relaxed, reflective, and more importantly, he possesses wisdom. You cannot really change a king. A king has strong beliefs. He knows who he is and what types of people he wants to surround himself with. A king has built his kingdom from his business life to his family life. He does not waste his time worrying about small things that don't really matter because he's focused on the bigger picture of running his kingdom. If someone is around him who he does not resonate with, he will kick him or her out of his kingdom. This is also the part of a man's life where he wants to give back to the world. There is no right or wrong stage to be in. I know I mentioned ages when I went through the stages, but those are just general guidelines. If you are 30 years old and you still feel like you are in the early knighthood stage, this is okay. Everyone's journey is subjective. Do not judge yourself. Reflect on your life and take action to get where you want to go. Oh, man, it's powerful right there. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? There we go. Welcome to another episode of the Epiphany Media Podcast. Uh, that was a very long video. Blame, blame Byron for that. Best damn podcast in the land. You got to say that. Oh, for sure. Oh, you know, what's understood, I got to be said, big dog. Hey, it was a long video, but it was just, you know, so information. Definitely, definitely a lot of information going on. Hey, we got two Byron's in the building. That's what's up, man. You're going to get some good perspective out here. (laughs) That was young young Byron. So, so as I mean, as you guys might have gathered from the video, we want to end. I guess the title, the title of, of this episode, uh, the male dynamic, is we want to talk about the male dynamic. <clears throat> so oftentimes, uh, we talk about you know the male perspective on like relationship stuff and uh, marriage, women. You know what I'm saying? Generally, we talk a lot about dates and 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 uh, the black perspective on racism or racist issues um all type of stuff but very rarely do we talk about i'm gonna sound weird when i say this like male on male interact <laughs> interactions um <Hello>. so <laughs> um mellow male interactions uh as far as uh whether it's like friendships or something specifically that we kind of want to talk about today is like the father-son dynamic um of uh of like just being a man or, or growing up from being from crossing over from being like a teenager to a man or, or whatever your steps are uh growing in yeah um you know that transition is a big transition because uh you just think about how your mind thought you was like well how you know how your mind worked when you were 14 and then 21 and then now uh 33 is Totally different uh, train of thought. Because I sit back and wonder, like, what? You know, why was I, you know, why was I on this? Or why, you know, why I was on that? You know, but you just gotta advance. So let me ask you this. So based off the video, and you, you probably watched it more than, than, I mean, I don't know, I had to edit it, so I might have watched it a couple more times than you by now, but. So what, what do you feel like you fall at on that that scale on, on that 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 list that he he picked? So you got squire, you got knighthood, prince, and king. King. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because at the point in my life where I'm very selective about who's around me, um, 
very selective about, you know, everything, what I eat, you know, I have, you know, goals set in place, I know what I want to do, you know, so that's, you know, I say that. That's, see, that's, that's a good, that's a good reason. Nothing, that's why I figured out I would ask you, um, I guess because, I, I don't know, like everybody interpretation of it could be, you know what I'm saying, could be different, right? So it could be, you know what I'm saying, based solely off the fact that, you know what I'm saying, you know, you got your place, you got your wife. So based off the steps that he was, the examples, the steps he was given, uh, you know, you you could very well fall in that king category or, um, you know, you, you might be like, I don't exactly know my course, or I don't know how I'm gonna get there, or whatever. I'm still like putting the fillers out in, in certain aspects, like not, nothing you got to share, but that you know you might still feel like you're in the prince, the prince stage, or whatever. Uh, but but definitely kings, that, that's where you at. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> not not because you know it's the king stage, but yeah, not because it's the king stage, but I'm uh, always trying to thought. Uh, not because the name is uh, King, you know, King, 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 King yeah. Stage, but, um, you know, that's, you know, where I'm at, where I am. It's like, in a video he said, if you, if you feel like you're still in that knighthood stage, you know, and you're in your 30s, don't worry. Right. You know, and I can understand that because it's a, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of men who, you know, haven't uh, excelled in, their careers, or, you know, just, just now, blooming late. They don't have kids. They don't, you know, have a serious relationship. So, you know what I mean? The nighthood stage is cool, but, it, you know, eventually you're going to roll into that, you know, that king stage. And, you know, that's perfectly fine. But if you're still in that uh, squire stage, yeah, you, you, yeah. that's <laughs> if you in your 30s and you're still a squire, yeah, you might, might want to switch out some moves or something. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I, I can... I can agree with that for sure. Um, and I, I would probably say the same thing based off of, and you know, this ain't bragging or whatever, but I feel like I've been in my king stage for for like a while now. Now don't get me wrong, shit ain't always added up how I wanted to add up, you know what I'm saying, for various reasons and various situations that, you know, shit, I can't do nothing about or whatever, you know what I'm saying, but um, as far as, uh, Mentally, like having a goal, uh, whether it's business-wise or personal-wise, like I feel like I still, I've been in that, st I don't know, you know what, let me take that back. I feel like, you know, I was in that stage, and then I got out of that stage, and I went back, you know what I'm saying, like I, I was walking the line a little bit, I guess. Um, <laughs> but the King stage for a while now, uh, even still, I think, is, uh, is where I put myself at, too. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I don't know, man. It, it's... Like I said, it's all sub subjective, you know what I'm saying, to so each individual person on how they feel about their situation and where they're at mentally, uh, financially, you know what I'm saying, er everything, you know what I'm saying, it, it just kind of all depends, so, um, so that, like, that part is, is pretty dope, just, just knowing or, or having a, a, a thought about where you are, um, you know, at, at your place in life, and like I said, yeah. With different upbringing, upbringings and, and different parental situations, you might be in that knighthood for a long time, you know, right. through no fault of your own. Yeah. 
There's no problem with you know being in the night or stage and slaying everything. You know, right. you know <laughs> it's a part of the night or stage. Right. <laughs> Eventually, you know, you, you you get out of that. I don't. know. I wonder. I'm trying to think. Like, was it something that like clicked in my mind, or was it just you know, um, you know, the brain wrong? You know what I'm saying? Your brain don't fully develop until a while. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's and it's and it's most definitely true when they say that women's brains, uh, you know, grow faster than the men. So, like, I don't. I'm just trying to figure out like when did it click? Because I don't. Because it just clicked, and next thing you know, you you're a king. You don't even know. Bob me of a pimp C line. That's funny. Um. So yeah. So I, I mean. So in the comments, Chanel said, uh, I don't know what I would do without my dad. This is dope. Um, and Angel said to her, it's good that you realize that some people don't know, realize, or acknowledge uh, until they lose a parent. So, <laughs> so I don't want to get Byron in no trouble, you know what I'm saying, with this subject. You know, it won't happen. It won't happen, you know, this week, but it'll be like in a couple of weeks. Like, oh, I've seen your show. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just uh, kind of how, how you think about, like, when did it switch for you? I'm just kind of think of, of um, I guess, kind of like the, the transition, man. Like, like how did the trans? Even if you don't know when it happened for you, like how did the transition go? Like you know, what I'm saying like between you and your dad, like oh, just, <laughs> we'll just say this: like was it smooth? Was it was it smoother? You know, did you think it uh, was it smoother than you thought it was gonna be? Was it rougher than you thought it was gonna be? Was it was it exactly what you thought it was gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> like, what you mean, the tra- like the transition? Well, just yeah, like, yeah. Like when, like when, the, when, like when did I feel? <laughs> It was happening. Yeah, man, cause I, I remember, I remember, okay. I remember like some stuff happened. Yeah, not nothing like crazy, like like some uh, some heat between you and your dad, like right before you like moved out and all that stuff. Like they was getting into it like all the time or whatever, and um, and then like you know you made the decision like I gotta get out of here or, or or whatever happened. Maybe he made the decision for you. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I remember like it was like right before. You know, y'all had a couple issues, and then you like change got to be made. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let me see. I was like, uh, like twenty two, twenty three, something like that. And um, you know, we was getting into it. You know, at that you twenty two, twenty three, you don't, you know, you don't feel like a kid no more. Even though you, you know, basically you are. You know what I'm saying? But you just don't feel like it. Right. So we was getting into it, and he said I had that. You know, he, what he said, he said, I got the bucks and move out. Damn. I'm like, cool. So I remember I was working like, like something crazy, so at least 12 hours a day, you know, to get that money for that, uh, you know, so I can move out. And um, I think I, I asked for an extension. I'm like, I don't know, a little <laughs> bit more time, and I'll be able to move out. So I moved everything by myself. No help. Uh, but you helped me with the heavy stuff, like the, uh, the heavy ass desk dressers and all that type of stuff. But yeah, it was that transition. But still, even though I moved out on my own, you know, it still wasn't easy because 
Now you gotta pay. Now you gotta pay rent. This is a new. If you ain't never paid rent before, that's a new. <laughs> conversation or whatever um it's probably like just a dynamic man because so so i'll give you guys some backstory of kind of what stemmed us talking about this so i i had an interaction with uh this is a guy my dad he ain't even really like an og to me like he just you know like a friend of my you know say a friend, like he's been around forever but he ain't like my og or whatever but anyway we got like a uh we had like a, a, a ridiculous interaction, you know what I'm saying, where I don't know if he was trying to, I don't know if he was trying to sun me or, or what, you know what I'm saying, like I wasn't like a grown man or something, and, um, and, uh, <laughs> so we were, we were all like, it was like eight or nine of us in like a group chat, and, uh, he was trying to like get fly like the group chat or whatever, you know what I'm saying, so I'm like, man, y'all old niggas is crazy, like y'all, y'all old niggas is crazy, y'all think y'all can just be out here talking to people like this, and, and um and that just so you know that went further of course but that just kind of stemmed it like what at what at what point do old people be like i don't want to say old people but uh dads or 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 um not even necessarily dad but a, a positive not even a positive just a male figure in your life when they be like all right um you know <laughs> that's a grown man like that's a man and like not a kid i can talk to any any type of way um, so just looking at the dynamic, I guess, of, of, of even if you're older, you're still a man, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and if, and when you're younger, you don't want to be treated as a kid. You want to be treated as a man. All right. So like just the, the I keep saying the dynamic cause I, that's the only way I know how to describe it. But like, um, like what are they, like, what, <laughs> I don't know, like, cause I, I I never tried to like do that to like somebody that was younger than me or older than me, that for that matter. But like, I just don't know the thinking or 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 it's like two two bulls like just just button heads and, and neither one of them want to back down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, like yeah. just just a relationship between males, like I, it's, yeah. it's always weird to me. Yeah, see, see, uh, me personally, I like to hang out uh, more so with women. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, growing up, you know, I, I didn't know why. And then I figured out, like, I, oh, like, I hate niggas. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You know, or, or, you know, lack of better word, I hate, you know, other men. You know what I'm saying? Because 
other men to come around and they want to put that bravado and act like they, you know, tough for no reason around other other guys. Yeah. And then that makes <laughs> as, as another it makes you not like that person instantly because they like why are you trying to talk tough? Uh, we are just chilling here relaxing. But when you're around women, it's better, you know. Right. Right. I, chilling, I, having a good time, you know, stress free. You know what I'm saying? But like other like other dick like. So, so Angel, Angel said it's testosterone, which it is, yeah. but but I feel like when it's an older to younger thing, I feel like old guys just try to. I'm just gonna keep. I don't know. I, you know, I'm just gonna keep saying old guys because I don't mean it that way. But just older people, like I feel like they try to like, you know, I still got it. You know, what I'm saying like like you know, I gotta prove that I still got it when you know. In my experience, especially with me specifically, like I just be chilling, like I don't, I just be chilling all the way around. So, for you to, you know, say something crazy to me, where I, where, <laughs> and then look, it got so serious to the point where like people outside of group, like people had to message me outside of group chat, like, what's going, like y'all really, y'all really like beefing right now? I'm not, I'm not beefing with no nigga that's forty. Like what, like what is this high school? Like what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not beefing with no nigga that's forty. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, the older guys just feel like, man, I, I just gotta, I just gotta, um, uh, prove that I still got it in front of other guys, which is, yeah, which is a little strange. But, 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 like, you, but when somebody comes to you like that, you just be chilling, and it's like, are they trying to, you know, test me? Now, you, now, yeah. you, now, you, now you're trying to test my temperature, you know, yeah. you're trying to see what it's at. And you just trying to chill, now you gotta turn it on. Now, you do it. Now, it's a, it's now, okay. now, if it's if it's not extinguished, then the fire can turn up real quick because I am a man as well, and I do have testosterone or even ego, as um, as Angel says. He says sometimes it's ego, and you know, and not you know every guy, every person got an ego as far as um, you know. This is my position in life, and I want to be respected in this position, all that stuff, which is completely understandable. Um, right or wrong, it, it is what it is, um, you know, but. That pride is even worse. Pride is the pride is the worst. So Erica said, some people, some people's present demand respect. Who? Right. <laughs> like, what, what? What do you mean by that? I'm, I'm curious. And I don't mean like you know. It takes respect to give respect. That's a that's, yeah. That's and, and, for centuries, and it's true. And and I get it. I'm not I'm not saying that you know when you go to your dad's house or something, you know that you don't respect them. You know what I'm saying? Or, or give him a certain level of respect just because it's your dad or whatever. Yeah, but that's been earned through the years, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. So, but, but, but for real, for real, I'm sorry to cut you off, no. but like, as a man, you really only, for real, for real, by growing up, there's only two people you're scared of, you know, and that's your father, and that's, uh, and if you're religious, that's God, that's it. You know what I'm saying? But then once you come to your home, you really not scared of your, you know, your, your father no more, because you feel, you, feel, <laughs> you feel like you can, you know, handle that situation, <laughs> but, you know, you respect your father, so you, you know, respect, you know, whatever they say, you got to take, whatever, you know what I'm saying, but another man that's not your father, that you don't have any respect for, that's just out here, nah, uh, you know, it's, it's different, it's way different, like, I don't respect you. Because uh, you're talking to me crazy. It's only one person I can talk to be crazy. I feel like anybody else, then we have an issue. So Erica a said. Issue. So Erica said, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna send this to you first. 
He said, so you haven't met a person that you just automatically respect? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm serious. Like, once you meet somebody, you, you know, be cordial or whatever, uh, and see how they are. And then it's like, okay, they're cool. And then she's like, oh, bullshit. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know, Erica, and, and you know, I, I don't know what the proper term would be. Um, I, I, I Look, I definitely don't disrespect anybody that I first meet, right? Um, and I don't know if it's tolerance, you want to say tolerance, and so you, you know, learn a person or, or like he said, learn to see if they don't bullshit or not. Um, but, like, respect, is, it, it is, it really is earned. So you, you might go into it with like zero expectations and you definitely don't disrespect nobody but as far as like just full on respecting somebody or saying like oh this person garners this level of respect just because I, I don't I don't know I can't say I, I have uh, like a, a stranger I can't say I have yeah. you know like if it's somebody that um, let's say even like a sports figure you know somebody that you never actually met but like you respect you know what they what they do on the court or whatever their skill yeah. level is, there's still a level of respect that was earned throughout, you know, the years of watching them on TV or watching their interviews or watching whatever it is that they do well. Um, so maybe res- maybe respect is not the the proper thing. Maybe not the, the, the best word to use, I guess. Um, but I definitely don't go into any situation disrespecting anybody. Uh, yeah. Everybody yeah. started at zero and then you build from there. <laughs> exactly, so... Um, like for example, Erica. When I met you, I didn't know you. But then you came to me, you know, uh, as a friendly person. So I'm like, okay, she's cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's been other people that, you know, you, uh, you know, they come and you try to be friendly, but then they acting like that asshole or acting like they're better than you. Now, you're going negative on a, on a respect scale. And it's hard to get it back. You know what I'm saying? It's some people that came back, it's like, okay, like your personality is like outlandish, but you really, you know, a really cool person. Okay. But it's some people that do never, they can never get past that, you know. And, and, and I think that goes for, you know, I don't care if it's a manager, it's a job. Like, yeah, you can have respect for the position. Or let's say Donald Trump in the White House, you can have respect for the position that he holds without respecting Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or whoever is in that position at the time. You can have respect for the position of manager, the position of general manager, the, the position, uh, position of president, or whatever the title is, but that don't necessarily translate for me. Now, I'm only speaking for me uh, to that person specifically, I think. Um, Angel said, I automatically respect my elders until they lose it. Um, Yeah, I, I, okay, I can kind of see that. Like, just any like older population, like you have, like something I do, which I, I I don't really know why I do it, but I've always done is like when I'm passing, like I like I don't go to funerals, but when I when I pass like a funeral procession or something, I always like turn my music down. Like I don't know why, I always <laughs> turn the music down. Like, and I, so I guess that is kind of out of respect for a stranger or, or the situation or whatever. Like I don't know. I don't know. So maybe respect is not the right, oh, the proper term yeah. or whatever. But. It's, it's like, okay, you, you go into it with, you know, respect to people. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to step on no toes. But, you know, it's those people that you meet that, you know, try to push your buttons or something because they want to, I don't know, push, you know, they feel like, they, I, I don't know what it is with people, honestly. <laughs> 
So, so let me see. So let's play a video of let's say, let's play a video of what happened when you when you disrespect the elder though. <laughs> <laughs> Cued it up so perfect. I'm, I'm kind of upset that it ain't uh, that it ain't go the right way. Hold on. Uh, but no, that I mean. So Angel said. Uh, she said even even my all, even all my veteran coworkers, the gen, the janitor even. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like you talk to respect. You know the person at top, at all the way at the top, all the way down. Uh, you know to the janitor, but everybody's not talking. So. That thing's oh, you know, your rank this ain't the army, you know what I'm saying? Your rank doesn't do anything around here. In the real in the real world. So some people just, you know, try to um minimize you because of your position, which is like off top would not make me uh like you very much. And and I had little respect for you. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I don't know I don't know why uh I, I, like I said, maybe respect is just not the right term, um, because uh, and, and and Andrew, you do got a great point of of I guess having a level of respect for like seniors and stuff like that. Like, so you wouldn't, um, <laughs> you know, I said like I don't know, like you wouldn't you wouldn't have the same potentially you wouldn't have the same interaction with like an older person that you would like somebody your your age. You know what I'm saying? I, I would yeah. assume. You know, like yeah. just just certain sure. stuff, just certain stuff. So if somebody. Uh, I don't know. You wouldn't take a, 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 a I don't know, a, a parking spot from uh, from an old person saying what you would with somebody your age. Like, and they could walk. You know what I'm saying? That'd, that'd be all right. Sure, sure. Like, um, when it comes when it comes to people my age, you know, I, I do the or younger. I, I do the Kanye to them. It's like what? <laughs> it's like what can you tell me? Like what what have you done? You know what I'm saying? But when an older person talks to me and try to uh, give me game, give me, you know, insight on things, then I uh, listen a little bit differently because, uh, you know, they've been through a lot of stuff before. And a lot of this stuff, um, a lot of stuff that has been told to me has come into fruition. So um, when a younger person tells me, it's like, man, I, I bet, like, I've been in your spot already. Like, I know what you're doing right now. You're on some bullshit. So... <laughs> <laughs> But what can we, you know, what can we tell us? But um, also, I forgot what I was going to say for that second part. Um, 
<laughs> it was it was it was right. It was something about what you said that I can't do. Um. Well, I definitely don't, I don't definitely know what you're gonna say either. But um. Uh, I think I might got it out there. Um. Let me see if there's a play real quick. It, it might not play because I do want to fly this seat though. disrespect your elders that's what that's what happens when you go into it with a level of when you go into it with a level of disrespect opposed to uh you know just respecting you know somebody that's still in the gym or, or like whatever the case is you know what i'm saying like that's 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 potentially what you can set yourself up for you know what i'm saying all the youth <laughs> Like 
13 or younger, the guy had to push that van from off of Noble to like one of the Nilla, whatever's, you know, whatever street we lived on. Um, but like, I had to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I had my mom out here pushing a van. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we, we were broke, but we ain't had no, uh, one no triple A coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we wasn't no, uh, uh, man in the house coming and stuff for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to push the van and, and all of the stuff. So that's kind of when it clicked for me. It was like when it was just me and her and I had to be the man of the house per se. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was, that was my, like, well, I don't really have a choice because by then, you know, she working. So I'm at home all day by myself. Um, I'm living in East Cleveland, but I'm going to Cleveland High School. So I'm, I'm you know, catching a bus by myself. I'm getting up, you know what I'm saying, five in the morning to go to football practice, like all this stuff, you know, by myself or whatever. Um, so that's when it's like, well, it's just me and her, like, and she's a woman and I'm a man and this is, this is how it is. <laughs> this is just how it is. That's how it was for me. Um, Angel said, uh, when you're young, you just think you know it all and you're not as open to taking advice from older people. But once you learn that you're not always right, hopefully you stay open and continue to keep learning. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that, but it still works both ways. Like, so even if you are an older person and you, and you got, you know, this world of, of experience and stuff, it's still all about having respect for me as a man. Like, you can't just walk up and like, oh, you definitely don't know what you're talking about because you're young. You know what I'm saying? Kind of how you were saying earlier, like, inherently, you probably right, you know, by saying you ain't lived the life I lived or I got, you know, 20 years on you, but your life wasn't exactly how mine was. So you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what I know or whatever. So, um, so ultimately, Angel, I agree with you. Um, and, and it's always good to stay open to information, no matter where it's coming from. Because, I mean, now getting older, you see people like, uh, uh, people younger than us playing sports or whatever. And, and like, it's just crazy when you think like, oh man, uh, Francisco Lindor, 25 years old or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just think about it, like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's you know, five five to seven years or younger. Um, or, or when they say, you know, LeBron, it's amazing that he's doing this at this age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, like, hey, for you, yeah, when you look, it's like, nigga, we the same age or something. Like, you look like, nigga, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So, so Andrew, you're right. You should stay open, but it's still all about, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the approach or whatever. Like, but you still have to, um, you still can't just talk to me any kind of way because you're older. Um, I, I, I've seen tons of video of like nurses and stuff when they're dealing with like, um, you know, older people and you know, older people going ham. Hey, like, I don't know how y'all do that job. First of all, you know, shout out to nurses that can do that job, but. Too, too long out, too long of uh, hours. Man, them old people be getting mad disrespectful. And you got to sit there and 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 make they, you know, drinks or medicine or whatever you got to do. But man, I'll be shit. I'll be. One of the people, the family members, <laughs> and they oh, yeah, family, yeah, I'll be doing. <laughs> push that old person down, man. Like nigga, spit in my face. Like, what is, uh, sorry, sorry, the respect didn't work both ways. Uh, my mom said 10 years. I don't know what that's about. Yes, she was. I'm assuming I mean the man in the house part, 1995. I don't know what you're talking about in these individual comments. 
it's cool though, I guess. Um, so, so, <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, I gotta work on my transition game. So, I'm trying not to get you in trouble. So, Wait, I'm sure I'm sure it's a good way of saying this without nobody being offended. All right, so all right, so you're on your way out. You're saying so your dad. So wait, so so you say you asked for an extension or whatever, right before you moved out? Yeah. Did they give you the extension or no? Uh, yeah. All right, so you got the extension. Like, so how how was it when you moved your stuff out? Like, was it like uh, was it like um? <laughs> I always say your dad was taunting you. I don't mean like that, but like, was it like a? Uh, I know you say you moved it all yourself, so he definitely wasn't helping you. But was it like a? And I know your dad, so it's kind of it's, it's kind of funny, but uh, like, what, what was his? What was his? Uh, I guess kind of reaction to you actually moving out, or he wasn't he wasn't there, or he didn't care or what? I don't remember if he was there or not, but. <laughs> he didn't care. He didn't care. Like, moving up. But then, uh, but you know how moms are. Oh, it's going to be alright. I don't know. Moving to East Cleveland. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm sure you saw that story before. My mom gave me a, a month notice, too. She's like, you got to get out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, I just came back from the, oh, that, that Paul Mooney show. He just came back from the comedy show and she left a note on my bed. Like, you got to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you on a Palmoni show? Yeah, right. You going? <laughs> you going to hang out? I can't. You going to the? Uh, you ain't even twenty one. You going to twenty one year old clubs? You gotta get out of here. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, like you know, I'm, uh, I try moving my masters and end up flying, you know, down there. And they can. It's a random stranger helps me. Uh, he put it on top of his truck or something. And, uh, you know, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. I remember that now. Um, so, I don't know. Well, my transition skills are bad, is, is what I'm telling you. I was trying to I was trying to pull up this. Uh... But, you know, wait. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, uh. I remember, you know, he came, seen a spot or whatever, but I mean, that's it. I mean, now, you got, now I'm on them all. Now, like I said earlier, you know, what's behind on rent? I mean, not behind on rent, but, um, you know, I gave, I had three months to pay my first, you know, my uh, first rent uh, payment. Didn't wait until it came, now. <laughs> it hurt me. Then I, I ended up losing uh, my main job at that time. And couldn't pay rent. <laughs> so I was just, man, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. That was, that was a lot of times. So I was living there rent-free. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Look, look, what's funny is we was like kind of neighbors or whatever. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know they, uh, I didn't know you could just not pay them and they wouldn't do nothing. <laughs> I thought you ain't pay them. They was uh, going to come knock on your door or something. 
No, they, I, first of all, I changed, I, I got the lottery keys, so they couldn't get in anyway. And, uh, you know, so I didn't have to worry about them coming in anyway. And uh, then, uh, you know, they had a letter saying you got to pay, but I'm like, I don't got it. Like, rent, I'm like, I'm making less than what well, rent, you know. You're right, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I, I can't pay if I wanted to. So, uh, let me see. I'm trying to say how many months. It was like six months of me not paying. And then I got a letter from a lawyer talking about, uh, yeah, you got to come to court. Uh, and this is after six months. So once they said that, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's for real now. <laughs> yeah, man. So. I mean, you really got uh, really to make some moves. So and I was like, damn, like, my parents about to win. Well, my father about to win. I'm probably about to move <laughs> back in. But it ain't happen like that. I ain't never going back. Uh-uh. Man, so do you think do you think that was an ego thing too? It was like, I just can't, I just can't go back. Cause that, that's what it was for me. Like when I, like I said, I, like my first apartment, man. I, I like those days, like you said, there wasn't no food in the house. You know what I'm saying? Um, it got to the point where like, I just wasn't paying my gas bill. I wasn't cooking. There wasn't no food in the house. And I had like um, uh, I had to pay my gas bill just for like the the, the cooking gas or whatever. I'm like, I'm not cooking nothing. I'm not pay-. like, so it shouldn't be no bill. And you know, I was still sending a bill. And I just wasn't paying. Like I'm not cooking anything. No food in here. Uh, but then those times where you uh, where you do uh, you, you pay your rent, you pay your lights. Yeah, I would sometimes pay my internet bill or whatever, and I, I you know I, I watch clothes like you know, and then I remember like coming up, <laughs> like coming upstairs for like watching clothes, and just like feeling the confidence like man I made it another month. Like, I don't know how I did it. Somehow I made it another month in here. Uh, you know, now I can't wait to go to work tomorrow so I can eat. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, that's that's just how it was. So for me, like, my, I remember my grandmother, like, man, like, um, you know, if you need help, nigga, come. Like, if you need to eat, call us. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll bring you food. Man, like, that, the pride or whatever, it just wouldn't let me do it because of, I don't know. I just felt like I, I had to do it. I don't know. Maybe it was the way that me and my mom, you know, ended that relationship or whatever. But it was like I'm, I'm out here, and I, I can't go back. But in doing, going through all that, it made you into a, you know, into a king. So because it made you go out. What's up, It made you go out and want to. You know, get a better job, get more money, so you can eat. You know what I'm saying? And then doing that, now, and doing that, now you're a king. Now you can, you know, come to your mother and she's looking at you like you know a proud mother. You know what I mean? So I know we're talking about the, the male versus male dynamic, but that would be my you know the the male versus female, or like my mom or whatever. But uh, because of the situation that we found ourselves in, as far as it was just me and her, and the struggles we went through with, um, whether it was like evictions or or like, just move. <laughs> like I think we moved we moved so many times like a two year span like it was ridiculous like so even like so I don't know if so maybe it was just that like maybe that preparedness of you know being the king of that castle just prepared me for it to be the king of my castle so um you ever got one of these speeches though question 
Yeah, you got to ask me. Mr. Stewick is the one you got the questions for. Come you ain't never like me. Like? Who the hell said I got to like you? What law is there say I got to like you? Wanna stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool ass question like that? Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. <laughs> I asked you a question. What law is there say I got to like you? No. All right then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why do you think that is? Because of you? Hell, I know it's because of me. But why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day. Because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. <laughs> it's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Because I like you. Because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. <laughs> now let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. Mr. Randall give me my money, come pay me because he liked me. He give it to me because he owe me. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure they're doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, then get the hell out of my face. <laughs> Hey, so I had to put a comment on myself, man. The, the, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. <laughs> oh, hey, Denzel, shout out to the GOAT, man. That's, a, that's like a, that's like a, like I never watched that, that whole movie. I, I never watched the movie, right? I've seen that scene so many times to not, I've seen the, um, uh, who did the stage play? Uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. I see that version a bunch of times. Uh, oh, because I, I, they, they they came out with a hidden figures and fences about the same time. People kept calling it hidden fences or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I don't know what movie y'all talking about or whatever. So I ended up not seeing neither one of them because I, I I was confused. <laughs> I was confused on the title or whatever. But like, Denzel is the goat. Dapper is the goat. Yes, he is. That goat. Yeah, I got like, once the movie dropped, I got a phone call. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, did you watch Fences? I'm like, yeah. That reminds you of your father, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my mother who had called me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so you didn't watch the whole movie. Like, he was, he was going in like that. The whole, the whole movie. Nigga, I know, I know for a fact that's Bart though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even kidding. Nigga. I know, I know for a fact that's Bart. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Like, like, like he he say to me, you know, what you be telling the man about me? I'm like, I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's been around. Like, he's been around for like, 20 years. <laughs> like, I seen it, man. <laughs> And nobody asked him what you were telling I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Yo, that's hilarious, man. Like that is uh, that's your dad, man. That that I, like I haven't even seen the whole movie, but I know that part. That's why I asked. Like, you ever got a speech sim- like something similar? Like I can see, I can see your dad saying something like that to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, very similar. That's why I got that phone call. <laughs> My mom said, what's the name of this movie? That's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's called Fences, uh, with Denzel Washington, but there's also a stage play with James Earl Jones. Uh, a lot of people like the James Earl Jones version better. I mean, it's the same dialogue, whatever, but I'm a, the Denzel is, uh, remarkable, man. Like, like James Earl Jones, it was, like, you know, he got that voice. So just imagine him saying that with it, you know. Oh, that, that, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're both very good. Um, so, you know, watch one of them. So, Erica said, Erica, this is, this is a great question. Uh, how can you be, in your in your opinion, how can you get a man to be a man? Is that something they have to realize on their own? I say yes. Because, like, dude could be with you and, uh, you know, that three kids by you and just still can't get right. You know, you got you got responsibility, still can't get right. Yeah, I, I think kinda like the, the, the intro video, like I don't think it's like a, a, a certain age and you become a man. Um it, it kinda and, and like I said before, sometimes it's I have a hard time saying that it's not their fault. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes your upbringing don't give you the tools to be like a man, you know what I'm saying, um, or or to be a good dad or to be a good husband. Like sometimes your upbringing just don't give you those tools. Um, I mean, like you can't experience every, every, like you can't experience everything in one life. So if whatever it is that you did in your life, you like chances are you're gonna be missing something from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it's kind of something that they have to. Learn on their own, and hopefully they attach themselves to you know if they play sports and maybe a coach, or you know you happen to work a job with, you know, it's the old old guy to kind of give you some kind of a guidance. But like when you when you flip that switch though, that's all on you. Yeah, see, you know, I was fortunate enough, you know, to have a father, you know, who taught me a whole bunch of stuff, and then on top of that, have you know uh, elders in the church that told me stuff too, so. You know, I was very fortunate um, with that. But like you said, it's, it's, you know, especially being a black male, it's a lot of black males who didn't grow a father, so you know, they miss it a lot and have to learn it on their own. But some, <laughs> some things I just, you should be able to get on that. Some things, like... I mean, like, you got eyes. Like, so some stuff you should be like, okay, well... That that probably don't work that way, or or like whatever the case is. And Erica goes on to say, she said, "No, I've seen people come from two parent homes and just, and just can't get it together." No, no, I, I agree, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so let's say in this two parent home, uh, the person that she's talking about, let's say they didn't have, um, let's say they, they didn't have any responsibility. It was in a two parent home. The parents took care of everything, so they didn't have to mentally think of how they would take care of stuff if they were on their own or they had a family because their parents took care of everything so you're in a two-parent home and yet you still you handcuffed by your um like your 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 uh environment 
to the point where you can't, like mentally, you can't even picture uh, of how you would do it because you never have anything to think about it. Your parents did it all for you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I agree with you. Um, just because you come from a two-parent home, you still can be missing something. I, so I wasn't saying that. I was just saying whatever your situation is, it's something that you could be missing. So for example, like me, something I, I miss is like, uh, that I kind of got later, I'm still not great at it, is like empathy. Not empathy. I can do empathy well. But like sympathy. I'm not really good at sympathy. Like so when I do stuff, like sometimes it come off as harsh or whatever because I knew, like I couldn't, you know what I'm saying, my mom used to cry because we couldn't, you know, she couldn't afford stuff. So, nigga, I couldn't break down any tears too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to be the straight man, you know, and, and like, all right, we're going to get through it. This is a plan. Here are some places or like whatever the case is. Like, so I don't have that soft spot like, you know, some people from a two-parent house, you know, would. Or some people from a two-parent house won't. Like, it's just, you would miss something because you can't live all the lives in your one life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so you can't. <sighs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, everybody's lives different. There are some things, though, that you should be able to pick up just as a person with eyes. But you look, should be able to pick right. up certain stuff. But check this out. If, you know, if, <laughs> if you see another male, that's your, that's your friend. You see. They they missing something. You, you you should be able to like tell them like look, but like I said earlier, <laughs> we the same age, so they may or may not take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, hey, but then that's when they just gotta learn. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And then they, but then I'm very sure they think back to like, damn. He did say that though. Oh, trust. For a long time, I was batting a thousand on advice. You know what I'm saying? Batting a thousand. As soon as they have, I'm like, hey. I, like my one dude, I like, my, look. Before we was even like friends for real, and he was just, we would just be talking at the job, and I like, man, you need a new family. Your family ain't shit. Like your family, you got the worst family I've ever heard of in my life. You need a new family. Like an entirely new family. I don't know how you do it, but you need a new family, my nigga. Like you need a new family, man. And now. I don't mess with so-and-so, so-and-so. Like, yeah, like, I've been telling you this for 10 years now. You need a new family, like, because your family yeah. ain't doing the stuff that family's supposed to do. Yeah, my one friend, like, you know, she, she had a boyfriend that was abusive uh, to her. I'm like, look, you need to get you a, <laughs> somebody else, because this ain't, you know, this ain't right. So, of course, she said, you know what, I know this and that. So, this new guy came in the picture, but she was still messing with the old one. I'm like, look, this dude seemed cool. We got this, you know, this, this stuff together. You know, it seemed like he really liked to be with her. It's still resistant. Now, uh, she engaged. Everything's good. And then that's when I uh, hit her, like, you know, so. You see, I wasn't trying to be mean to you when I said, you know, just... that your boyfriend is a bum. <laughs> you see what I was saying? I wasn't trying to be Oof. mean. You, know? <laughs> you got a couple of those in your life. No, I just, <laughs> just said. And just said, I think it's from their environment, whether and be people they seen, or even movie, or whether it be people that they seen, uh, or I'm sorry, people that they see, or even movies or something. I don't know. I've seen boys be spoiled so much that once they 
well of age, they don't know how to even make a doctor's appointment. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so they never, right, so you spoiled or sheltered to the point where, like, you never have to do any of the thinking on your own, and that severely handicaps you when your parent die or when you have to move out on your own or, or whatever the case is. Like, like even in, even that's coming from a two-parent home. Yeah, like, I'm struggling to make a point. <laughs> that's, yeah, let me see. <laughs> Erica said, sorry, the thing messed up. Uh, she said, my younger siblings are spoiled. Angel said, it's common. Chanel said, uh, there is a difference between a father and a good father. I'd rather have no dad than a bad one. Ooh. You you agree with, not saying you had a bad dad, but you you agree with that? You'd rather have a, a, a bad, a, no dad than a bad one? I don't know about that. Like just having like a figurehead there, even though they a, ter- a terrible figurehead. But I, but, I, but I could teach you. I could help you recognize what a good figurehead is, you know. Could you, you know, right? If you don't see that, then that's you true. might run into that later in life when you try to pick a That's that's interesting, right? Because you could say like, you could look at a bad figurehead, a bad dad, and say. I don't want to be that, or I don't want that. I don't want to be, pick a husband like that. Like you know, it could give you an example of what you don't want, or don't want to do, or become. Um, I don't know. That that's I mean you know Chanel, that's your uh, you know opinion or thought or whatever. Um, I, I think mostly I would agree with you, but like I don't know. I, I think I agree with you, but having a bad one in the house. Um, could have its perks. Could have its perks, I guess, of, of showing you what you do, what you may or may not want. Yeah, but still, you still don't, you still might, uh, might suffer PTSD from it. So I was like, uh. that's another, that's another story. That's what we're gonna close with. So I don't even want to touch on that. But you, you absolutely <laughs> right though. Uh, Angel said, um, even people who have shitty parents, if they have a a brain, they can see uh, how they do not want to be exactly. Uh, so even their parents aren't guiding them, maybe it comes down to their own brain and intelligence. Exactly. So that's exactly what I'm saying. So even though it's a bad person in there, you can be like, oh, mark, mentally, I'm marking this off the list. I can't marry a guy like this, or I don't want to be a guy that does these things. Um, so it could possibly help you long term, even though, like Byron said, like that that, that trauma, that, that trauma, it never goes away. Uh, Erica said, I was a little spoiled, I'm not going to lie, uh, but I have a strong work ethic. My brothers be bouncing from job to job, one of them almost 30 and has a kid. Um, I can't speak, I can't speak on it. I can't speak on it. Uh, she said, how can, she said, how can I help him? So I guess we got to speak on it. Um, look, you know, I, I, like, I, job to job, don't return me, don't even keep the job. Right, as long as right, as long as you keeping a job and taking care of your kid, or whatever, Erica. But I, I think, look, I don't know him. I don't know his personality and all this stuff. So, as a sister, it's up to you to know how better to reach him than some random dude on the internet. But um, for me, if I was messing up or something, I would want my friend or, or sister, or whoever, to like, like come, like don't put me on blast on the internet. Like, come have a conversation with me. But like, hey, I just want to talk to you about X, Y, Z. You know, I see you doing this. You know, give us some positive reinforcement. I see you trying to do this, um, but you're really putting yourself at a weird situation for blah, blah, blah. Like, for me, come have a conversation with me 
um, instead of uh, <laughs> instead of trying to argue with me in group chat, you got a problem? Come, you know, you got my phone number. Give me a call. Right. Uh, Andrew says, I'm curious at what we say. You, you got some advice for her? No, I, you know, uh, like, like I said, um, you know, if you're always keeping a job, then that's fine. Because you're working a job, you're like, you know, this is bull crap, I'm cold. I ain't trying to work uh, here no more. That's cool. We need another job. But if he don't say, you know what, I don't like this job, and quit when he know he got, you know, a mouth to feed, you know, and his kid, then it's like, you know, okay, well, what type of, you know, BS are you on? So, um, you know, but maybe, you know, maybe he almost started, he's, he, like we talked about earlier, he might be in that night. I mean, it was a nightless phase, right? Yeah. Yeah, nightless phase. You know, still in that. He might be a 30 year old squire, man, for all we know. Yeah. So, he, <laughs> you know, he, he probably don't know what he, you know, what his, uh, what he's destined to be. Like, finding out what you want to do with your life is hardest because when you're in high school, you know, no, he almost, people, oh, he almost be, 30, though. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be, uh, you know, a therapist. You know, check out the course of Ebony J. You know, uh, it's a great show. But, you know, people don't know what they want to be. So it's that's a hard thing to do. So in the meantime, you, you know, you just live a life, you know. So my, my only thing where I differ from you, though, is he had a kid now. So you got to make a decision now. You, you got a kid and you're 30. Like now's not the time to be indecisive. You had to think, all right, this is what I'm good at, or I'm not good at it, or or I don't have a passion for this, but I'm good at doing it. I got to do it because I got a kid. Like your your life, right. you had a kid. Yeah, your life is effectively over as far as, um, uh, you know, <laughs> being a knight. Like you, you gotta quickly become a prince. Like you you gotta yeah. figure out to become a prince because you like your life is bigger than you now. Yeah, but um, I mean, but 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 as uh, as someone who would be trained in high, uh, high school that you have to go to college to make it, you know, that's all you think at first. Especially when you, you know, early twenties, mid twenties, you like, you know, college. I want to be in that field, but what they don't tell you is you can make, you know, uh, just as much money, even more, uh, doing a trade, you know. Learning to trade, doing the trade well, then owning your own company, and then other, sending other people out to do these jobs. So you could make way more money than uh, one of these college degree jobs. So, I mean, maybe Erica, you could come at him like that. Like, look, I see you know, you know, you're not really, you don't really like school, but you know, how about you be a, a electrician or a plumber, HVAC, you know, so. But you got it right. I, I think the, the bottom line is. You gotta start committing to something. You can't just still be out here when you got a kid. You gotta whatever it is, whatever your passion is, you gotta commit to it. Whether it's like you say, going to uh, um, what's the uh, like doing an apprenticeship or whatever, you gotta do to get going. Like, but you gotta you gotta get going when you're thirty. When you got a kid, when you get younger, you got a kid. You gotta you gotta get it going. Yeah. Um, Angel said to Erica, sometimes as women we think we can help, or it's our duty, but you. Uh, but maybe you just think, I'm sorry, but maybe you just do you and let him witness. Uh, he can make choices to change his life if he wants. Um, I, I don't know if that works so well for guys. Um, seeing their sister, and sometimes it do. I don't want to speak for everybody. Like sometimes it can like inspire them. 
or or maybe the guy that you pick might inspire him to do better because he see how well you're being treated as a sister or how well your kids being get get you know his niece or nephew is getting treated all that stuff uh so that could help but um i don't know er erica it's really up to you as far as um what you think the best approach to him is um but whatever you decide make sure you you back it with some positive reinforcement so he's not thinking that you're just trying to just shit on him you know what i'm saying i give it some some positive reinforcement say i, I see what you're doing yeah. it ain't working you know what i'm saying so maybe you should try this you know but i see what you're doing though and then just kind of go from there yeah don't talk to him like the older sister uh, yeah, like, yeah. or, you know the yeah. annoying older sister right uh she said, uh, uh, Angel said, uh, so I guess what I'm saying is inspire him to do, to want to do better. Uh, Erica said, he lives with me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely put a bug in his ear then and like, hey, I get it. I see what your plan is, but it ain't really working out. You got to get this thing going. Whatever it is that you choose to do, but you got to get it going. Especially if he lives with you and like, yeah. like he can quit a job anytime. He and, and you just right, and you just said that, you know, your younger siblings were spoiled and, and he's living with you. And I'm not saying to kick him out or nothing like that, because I don't know, you know, all the situation, but having that safety net of I can quit a job and get another job because um, you know, I got a safety net, that's also not cool. Uh Angel said so Erica living with you could give uh you the opportunity to require more from him, such as Making him pay so much, even if it's just to save it, give it back to him when he moves out. Yeah, it gives you opportunity. Um, but I mean, you know, you got a life to live and stuff yourself. So you try to help out as many people as you can, you know, the situations as you can. But at the end of the day, he has to want to be a man or want to, to do better, want to do better for his kid, for himself. You know what I'm saying? Want to not depend on his uh older sister or or any safety net for that matter so uh so bring the full circle to what you initially asked is yeah it kind of is up to the guy like it, it's up to him to make the decision like hey i want to stand on my own two feet and i want to do this you know as an older sister it is not up to you but what you should want to do which of course i mean the reason you ask the question is you want to see him do better and all of that good stuff so it's a uh, you know Push them when you can, encourage them when you can, and you know, try to get the best out of them, you know, when you can. Uh, Erica said, I think he's starting to change though. He's been keeping the job. Yeah, and look, it ain't gonna happen overnight. Like no matter, you know, how much you want it to, it's not gonna happen overnight. Like it's gonna be a slow build to uh, you know, <clears throat> him realizing or and then once you do realize, like that still takes time to to, to do the research to get to the point that you where you want to be it's a lot of steps to it but you know starting to put in like the parameters to get them like hey you know you might want to head north <laughs> you know what i say you're going a little going a little west you might want to head a little north that's probably the way that you want to go uh let me see um erica said thanks for sure just, you know yeah, just trying to do what we can do and help where we can um, Chanel said, you can broaden that to all men. Uh, I'm not in the mental state to make a grown man wants to be a, a, a man, family, friends, or relationship. Yeah, no, look, it's not your responsibility. As a, as a sibling, 
uh, that's not your responsibility either as a girlfriend or a wife or uh, 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 you would think as a friend, I guess, but like those are not your responsibilities at all. So if you're not in the right mental state, that's not, you know what I'm saying, that's not your, like, it's not a rule. You know what I'm saying? Well, you gotta encourage certain things. Like, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Angel said, I think it's hard being a man. Uh, I mean, just a lot of expectations. They're... Absolutely. If you, if you take nothing else from this show, not just this show, from all of our shows, it's a tough thing to do. Did you got something you want to say about this? Uh, I think I did. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't make a man, a woman can't make a man be a man, as far as a, in a relationship. No, like he's gonna have to grow up on his own. Um, but sometimes it's like, you know, they not, they just not on it, you know. And, and there's nothing you could do about that. And there's nothing you could do about it. So therefore, like, you get into that situation. I don't care if you're a man talking to a woman, or a woman talking to a dude, like where. You get in that situation, you see that this person don't want to uh, have like a, a prosperous future, then exit. Like you can't force them to do. You can't force no person to do anything. So when you get in that situation, you see that they're unwilling to change. Then like, what are you hanging around for? It doesn't make sense. All right, man. We got one more video, and uh, it's another it's another clip of black excellence. Is what I'm gonna call it. Uh, then we're gonna get out of here. We're talking about a little, little, little bit of trauma potentially, uh, kind of what Chanel said earlier as far as uh, having a bad dad, whether having no dad, and all that good stuff. So let's see what, let's see what we come out with. Daddy what's up? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Um, some business came up. I got a hand, so we're gonna have to put a. Our trip on hold. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Just, just for a couple of weeks. Mm, I understand. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a little longer. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Look, I'll, I'll call you next week and we'll iron out the details. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It was great seeing you, son. You too. Lou. Yeah, um... I'm sorry, Will. You know, actually, this works out better for me. You know, the Slimmies of Summer come to class wearing next to nothing, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, it's all right to be angry. Hey, well, why should I be mad? I'm saying, at least he said goodbye this time. I just wish I hadn't wasted my money buying this stupid present. I'm sorry. I, you know, if there was... Something that I hey, you know what? You ain't got to do no, nothing. Like, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good at this, too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Got through my first day without him, right? Yeah. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Down I ain't need him then and I don't need him now. Well, well. Now, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm going to get through college without him. 
I'm gonna get a great job without him. I'm gonna marry me a beautiful honey, and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm gonna be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that, because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. How come he don't want me, man? Now that's for hey look hey hey that's funny hey that's funny because we didn't talk about that but that's nigga that's fucking acting nigga that's how you know we both looked at uh the behind the scenes like what do you say when he first got now that's fucking acting nigga that's that's acting that's the only I want to say the only scene but there ain't too much uh scenes that guys can cry at and that's one of them <laughs> you could have. You could have had a dad your entire life, man. You watch that scene, you like, the hell with him? The hell with him? <laughs> that's funny that we both thinking the same thing. That's 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 pretty good. Man. So Chanel said during that, first she said, uh, yes, that's a good example. She said he never uh, he never needed him. He just traumatized him. Yes, uh, made him a better man, but at what cost? So that's what we're saying. So, or that's what I'm saying at least. So, he was in his life, then he left. Like, that showed, that put it in his mind. Like, nigga, this is what a bad dad is. I don't want to be that. You know what I'm saying? But, so let's say his dad was never around. Like, he left before he was born. He never even knew. Then he wouldn't have an example of, like, oh, I should probably be more sensitive. Or I should probably be X, Y, Z. Like, but the fact that he had him in his life somewhat to know what a bad dad is. Now he's like, nigga, I'll, nigga, I'll never be that dude. You know what I'm saying? I'll never, uh, he like, he can't, I don't need him because he didn't teach me how to, 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 he can't teach me how to love my kids and all this stuff. And I know that because he didn't love me. You know what I'm saying? So look, but he said all of that stuff. And at the end of the day, he still wanted to be loved by his dad. Like, he still wanted to be accepted by his dad, even after saying, you know, the whole speech about I don't, how I don't need him. Classes like they were talking about how long they took. They had to do that scene so many times because he just couldn't get it right. He ain't had no acting classes. Hey, they said that. Uh, I remember when uh, James Avery he was like uh, he was talking about a scene like Will Smith had to kiss a man or something. Some movie like it was like one of the first movies he did or something. Like before uh, Independence Day, he said like you didn't commit to the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, like James Avery and like some of these Hollywood people, like they're like, 
Shakespearean, like you know what I'm saying, Juilliard actresses and actors, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. they, they, they have been taught and groomed to commit to whatever the role is, commit to it, like put your all yeah. into it. Well, it's like, nigga, I'm a rapper, a rapper from Philadelphia, and um. You know, I, like, I, I'm not an actor, like, you know what I'm saying? But they said they, they did the same, but they said when they finally got it right, though, that's what me and Byron both like, now that's fucking acting. Like, that's <laughs> fucking acting right there. <laughs> that's what we talked about earlier, respect. Like, yeah. You know, that, that respect got to be earned. You earned it. Earned. You earned it, man. <laughs> you earned it. So, just real quick, before we get out of here and stuff, so what, what do you think about, I mean, we kind of talked about, uh, um, Trauma-wise, I guess. Um, I'm assuming neither one of us had that type of experience uh, happen in our lives where, you know, nigga left and came back and left again. Um, but, like, mentally, what do you think that does to, like, a, a, a guy, like, coming up? So not just, you know, how you're going to be as a parent, all, you know, the whole speech that he made, but just, like, as a person, like, growing up, like, with, with that type of a childhood uh, issue going on. Uh, once he ha- uh, once he has uh, kids, um, he you know he's gonna take that uh, responsibility seriously, you know, because you know that's that's all that he has. So uh, having that experience, you know, as you can uh, tell, as you can tell, it hurt him. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, made him stronger at the same time. So do you think do you think that could be uh, an example potentially and not just you I'm asking everybody in the audience too do y'all think that that is a or could be an example of I don't want to say good trauma but let's say let's, for lack of a better term they call it good trauma like he's traumatized to the point where he'll never fall into those same tropes as his dad did he'll never treat his kids uh, the way that his dad did is that an example do you think that's an example of of good trauma? It's, it's a terrible term because trauma, <laughs> trauma, the word trauma alone means uh, horrible things, but, um, you know, or, or maybe trauma the wrong word, but like just because clearly that traumatizes you as a, as a, as a son, as a person, as a human being to, to feel rejected by, um, you know, one of two, one of uh, two only people that's supposed to actually be there to train you and to teach you stuff. Um, to be rejected consistently, clearly that's trauma, but good things could come of it. Like, so do you feel like it's a such thing as good trauma, I guess? I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, I I believe at that point, uh, in the show, he was in college. So, you know, he he could take it a little bit better, but let's say he was like, you know, five years old, like, um, like I watched the show All American. You know, that was, you know, a thing with the father and uh, before he came back, but the older brother was trying to protect him because he didn't want him to experience what he felt when, it, you know, his father left for the first time. Right. But, but then he learned, you know what, you know, like you need to be with your father and then the father ended up passing, you know, sad. But um, it was like, I mean, you, you might leave again, you know, and, and hurt, but at the same time, like you might need that kick. You know, to to catapult you into your uh, into your path to a king. So. Okay. Okay. 
I think that's a good uh, I think that's a good a good a good reason. Uh, Angel said, uh, "Good or bad trauma is a good question for Ebony J. I'll pose it to her." Uh, Erica said, "Yes." She said, "Things happen for a reason. Uh, it's what eventually shapes you." I agree wholeheartedly. Um, Erica, Angelo to Erica said, uh, "We all go through things that changes us and molds us." Um, yeah, I agree with that too. I used to have a saying that, uh, "Yeah, am I? You know, when I wish to have my dad, you know, longer than five years old, of course." Uh, or have Mo not have his situation, you know, of course. Like, but because all that stuff happened, like, I am who I am today, and as long as I can, like, look in the mirror or the camera or whatever and be happy, you know what I'm saying, or, um, you know, uh, okay, I guess, what, what I see in my reflection, then all the stuff that happened shaped me, you know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's a a one-off conversation I had with somebody and, you know, they said something that, that stays with me or whatever. We talked about one of our earlier shows and, like, something that consistently, that something that somebody said and it just stays with me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so all of that stuff just molds you slowly into being the person that you are. And hopefully, when you look in the mirror, you're happy with that person. Uh, Chanel said, who says you need to live it firsthand to understand the effects it may have on you? Nobody. I don't think we're saying that, but um, experiences in life um, shapes you more or uh, or gives you a better perspective of things that um, when you're watching from a distance or whatever, it just can't it just can't do. Like, there's no substitute for playing, you know, in the NBA championship or whatever, playing in a game seven. There's no substitute for it. You have to experience that that level of pressure, the crowd, or whatever the case is. Uh, uh, some stuff there is no substitution for. Um, you can you can be told about it all the time. Like man, you, you should have seen it. The crowd was crazy. Uh, uh, you know, uh, my heart was beating fast. Like, but until you experience it, uh, it just gives you a different perspective. I'm not saying it doesn't count, but it gives you a different perspective. And the fact that I just said that, just a quick story. So when the Cavs made it to uh, the finals the first time, the year we lost it, um, and Kyrie, yeah, and Kyrie yeah. Irving was like, he was talking to LeBron, or he was talking to the media, he was like, um, you know, LeBron was telling us, like, how it is in the finals, he was like, but I didn't, like, I still, there's no way I was prepared for, like, the emotion that you feel uh, de dealing with it firsthand, like, you just can't, some stuff you just can't replicate by words, some stuff have to be, uh, you have to experience it. Uh, you can look and be like, man, skydiving is fun, but until you experience it, you know, some, some stuff, not everything, but some stuff has to be firsthand. But we're not saying that that's the only way to go, for sure. There's more than one way to skin a cat and all that, you know, all the sands, more than one way to eat an elephant or whatever. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But some stuff, some stuff you just can't substitute. You, you just can't. Yeah. And that goes with damn near everything. And everything. You can't judge somebody until you, what they say, you can't judge somebody until you walk in their shoes. Right. You know, so, hey. You gotta, you know, you gotta experience different things. Now, it's trauma, you know, it's still is trauma at the end of the day. But, it is trauma. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it is trauma. Uh, Angel said it sounded like a familiar conversation we had about racism. I don't quite remember, but if you remind me, maybe we can bring it to the show. Um, Chanel said, 
Uh, it just gets me that I have seen both a good man and a no good man, and it was not worth it to me. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, all right, I can't, I can't argue with that. I guess. Uh, Andrew Sister Chanel said, "You're wise, you're wise enough from experiences, though, right?" Yeah, maybe wisdom comes from it. I don't know. That's a good example of you know it not being worth it to you. Um, but sometimes you don't know until you know, right? You know, what I'm saying people can tell you or you know whatever, but like until you know, then you don't know. And she said yes from both. All right, man. Well, I feel like that's a good spot to leave it. Well, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's been a great show. You know, we flipped it up, flipped it up on y'all. This was supposed to be our last week's show, but we got about about it time today. Um, but yeah, um, thank you opportunity once again, uh, um, our. Uh, U.S. listeners, our international listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> but most definitely thank y'all for the top fans. We most definitely appreciate appreciate y'all. Go ahead and sh- uh, hit that share button, that subscribe button, that like button. Um, to all our new uh, people, that's first time listening. Thank y'all, um, you know, for checking us out as well. Um, yeah, remember to own your own. Check out our other shows. Don't uh, of course, Jay, we got some quality content coming up for y'all next month. So be sure to be tuned in for that. Uh, politics on Wednesday, even though we might start to transition to something else, just throwing it out there. Um, watch other shows. We appreciate y'all, as always. Um, salute to the city, as always. Um, it, was a, it was a good topic, man. I appreciate y'all for joining us. And uh, like my man said, next month we got some good stuff for you, too. Next week as well, but... Definitely the next one. So y'all take it easy. Be safe out there. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. All of that good stuff. Be safe. Get your shot. <laughs> Get your shot. And uh, yeah, man, we'll talk to y'all on Wednesday and next week. And uh, we out of here.